Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. No time for that intro, lads. We're back off to sea. Dungeon Junkies presents Tales of Autoria. Episode 45. An Elder in Need. Last time on Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autoria. Reed, Ran, and Picasso, with the help of Doran, managed to continue their pursuit in finding the Elder Turtle after a lie was captured by Tativilus. And with guidance, they made their way through the tomb of Elros, before eventually coming face to face with Taris, who had been hired to keep them at bay. But, how will this fight go? Let's find out. You know, when we met in the arena, I really hoped you would just fuck off. But now you're here. What a surprise. Were you expecting someone else? No, but... I was hoping you had more common sense. I see the girl died in the end. What a shame. What? You eat with that, he just stands up, picking up his um, battle axe that leans against the throne as it just starts to glow with a radiant energy. You killed a lie. She's in a pretty dire situation. Just like you guys. I've been paid to make sure you don't make it in the next room. You've, so, if you have harmed her in any way. The fuck off. I'm sorry, would you would you rather I deal with weed deal with you? Pointing them me and talking to pointing to Reed and Rand. Or would you rather he take care of you? Pointing at the castle. As Read as you interrupt him and start talking again, he he leans to the he leans to the right hand side, grabbing Elder Turtle by the head as he lets out a sigh and just slams his head against the um, stone stone chair. Picasso hadn't moved; he'd been staring at Elder Turtle the whole time, just basically convulsing with rage and seeing that. Uh, like Picasso was trying in any semblance, like his tiny little turtle brain at this moment is reeling with everything and seeing turtle's head elder turtle's head be slammed against that chair there there's no holding picasso back at this moment i would instantly go into a rage and i would just charge at this motherfucker we're off for initiative right but with that read you are first in this room, as you've come through this entrance on Ram's shoulder, 
you've just, as you've interrupted Taras, you've just felt a shudder go through you as your interruption caused him to grab the elder and just slam his head into the stone stone chair. You're a good a hundred foot away from the other end. So what do you want to do? This, for reference, this room is a hundred wide, hundred long by fifty wide. Okay. I'm guessing I'll get closer because I'm on Rand's shoulders. Um, so I'm going to keep that in mind for later. Um, I'm going to I'm just going to firebolt him from now, 120 feet. So Rand make me a wisdom save, but it's only a cantrip, so it's a low DC. Uh, Reed rolled a hit. Uh, that better be a low DC, because that's an almighty seven. DC was five for a firebolt. You see the flames, but you managed to shake it off. I'm just giving him the side flames. eye. Okay, that is a 23 all in. 23 hits. Roll me damage. 3 d 10. Why can I? I need more d10s. Wow. And to quote Caitlin, my dice seek death. That is two crits and a six. 26 fire damage. 26. The flame seems to pick up momentum as the magic in the room seems to enhance it as these flames just like char. The As he like looks up from attacking um, the elder, he's just hit right in the chest with these flames that run up him for a second. Hmm. Did like it hurt him or not? Oh, yeah, that was, that was 26 damage, so... Okay. That looked like that hurt. Okay, good. That's, that's fine, I'm going to cause some kind of damage. Uh, I've, my bonus action, I would like to prepare shield. It's not how that spell works. It's you can use it as a reaction, but you can't yeah. prepare it. Yeah, I, as I said, my bonus action, I would just like to be ready for anything that comes by way, sort of thing. I mean, shield's a reaction, uh, so you can just cast it as yeah. your reaction. Oh, yeah, fair. yeah, you yeah. wouldn't. I'd allow you to hold your turn, but I wouldn't allow you to hold your bonus action after no, already doing fine. your action. That's fine, but, but I, I take no bonus action. Okay. Uh, Ran, you're up. You, you, you see Reed fire off this fireball. You give him a side eye. Scout gives him a side eye. But you're back in the action. What do you want to do? Um. I get a free object interaction, don't I? Yes. In that case, in the side eye, I just tell Reed to hold on, because I'd like to activate Primal Form. Uh, that is your bonus action, but that is yeah. fine. As I this, um... you get a free object interaction as well, though. Oh, yeah, you, you do. I thought you meant, like, activate no, that... Primal as a free object. No, just to tell Reed to hang on. Okay, yeah. As is the um, the water next to you just sort of like sizzles and boils for a second as the as all these markings appear up here in Reed. The, you're, as you're standing on your shoulder, you feel the marking below you, and you just feel this real dark energy like grip your foot for a second before letting go. Is Ran? Your eyes go as you open your eyes once again. Ran a cyan glow just shoots out of them. Then I would like to 
charge at him and take a swing with my great sword of hunger, but use great weapons master. Now watch your movement. Obviously, bearing in mind you get feral pounce, which is half your movement on top. Half my movement on top would be. Hang on. That'll make it sixty-seven feet. So that still that puts you out of range still, as this room is a hundred foot long. But you could either use your action to dash, and that would get you up to him, or way into your next turn. It's up to you, or you could do something else with your action. If I use dash, is that like my entire turn gone? Yeah, that would take your whole action. Bullshit. Um. Oh, got nothing else then, so, you know. Right, that. Are you getting right up to him, or are you, like, ten foot off, or what you want? Um, like, ten foot away, I guess? Ten foot, okay. Alright. Uh, Picasso. Your turn. What you want to do is you... As he slams the Elder Tortle's head into this, but into the chair of a sickening crunch. You watch Ran's primal energy shoot out of her body as she charges off with intense speed. Uh, so I'd like to think since I entered a rage and as I charge right away that I would move my feral pounce 25 feet up. So I would have seen Ran like zoom past me. And then I'd like to, I'd like to use my last, I'd like to use 50 feet of my movement, all of it. And then I would just literally like to use, since that's 75 feet, I'm 25 feet away. I am already in a rage. I just want to dive at this motherfucker <laughs> at full speed, at using all of my movement, just basically running 75 feet in pure rage anger, and then diving both just arms out, looking to just take this man in half. As you can do that. As he does have Sentinel, he can attack you as you approach him, so he does get a swing uh, for a 26 to hit. His great axe is 2d12. After you take 12 points of slashing damage. Right. You can make me an attack roll, see if you hit. That is a crit 20. That's fair. So what, you're, you're intense to grapple? Uh, well, I'm an, intending to basically throw myself and all my weight into him. And if he's, you know, just standing in front of this stone throne, my intention is to take myself and him through this stone throne. That is fair. As you... Roll me damage. Let's call it your martial art. Let's call it two your martial art dies and we'll double the damage for a charge like that. Because you had quite the run up. And I did roll a crit 20. Uh, that's only a 7, so 14. 14. Plus. Is this a red ring? Is this red ring rage? Or. No, it's just my regular rage, so it'd still be plus three, okay. so... And then if you want to add my strength modifier as well, it's plus nine, so it would be 23, then. 23? 
So the wall cracks viciously as you both as you both like slam into this. The um the whole throne just turns to dust as you to like slam into it. And that was that much. I'll just mark that off with she. I might as well leave the she on because it's half damage. Not half damage, um an online sheet. So he takes that. Anything else? Uh, I'd like to use then my extra attack just to take one punch on him. Yeah, okay. Ah, that's that's only a 16 to hit. This is as you go to swing, he just like swings his body to the side as your fist connects with the room with the um, wall behind him, leaving a vicious crack in the ancient writings. I will hold my position here now, basically holding him up against this wall. Okay. Right, so it is his turn, and he is going to go into a rage. So let's mark that off of his. Because he is also a barbarian. Uh, he is going to attempt to break the scrapple, so give me a opposed scrapple check. Let's see. He has ex he does have expertise in this. So he gets he got a thirty one all in. Uh, I rolled really shitty on both my dice, so he beat me. Yeah, with with just a roar, he manages to pry you off of him before he um like kicks. Like Thanos does with his sword in Endgame, he like kicks up his axe before grabbing it, and he is going to take two swings at you with reckless attack. That's a natural twenty, followed by a twenty, dirty twenty. Yep, both it. He is going to use a charge of his elemental burst. So on the crit, you take. Uh, 11 points of slashing damage that's a half total and you take uh, that's double so you take uh, 14 points of force damage on the second swing you take well half to six so an additional six all right. And then it is going to end his turn. But, hmm. Before Doran can use his turn, he is going to make a legendary action and spend two of his actions to use it as he, like, grabs this um, chain on his um, necklace. He just pops out of existence before appearing in the middle of the room again. Now it's Doran's turn, who is going to go for a... going to go for a Guiding Bolt. Just hits with a dirty 20. And 46. Just because he is a... 
it's halved because he is a totem there. So that is six damage. Okay. Uh, but that ends Doran's turn. So, Reed, top of the round, what do you want to do? That was quite a clusterfuck of stuff that just happened before you see, before you hear him appear behind you about, you got there, so about 40 foot behind you and Ran. Okay. Okay. Well, he's in the middle of a, in the middle of the floor. Yes. I cast priest. Okay, I am gonna. He I'm does not get dangerous on fire. You're, not you're in a room full of water for a start, so that nulls the effect. So, and he has dangerous sense. So. On on advantage, that's a natural 20 on his end from the shitty plastic dice that I just picked up. So that has no effect to read. Okay. Is it just like appears in the water below him? He just looks down at him with like just a huff as he looks back up at you. Hmm. Let's see. Just checking. I have nothing else to do. I will, uh, I'm going to hold my ground here. Oh, at the beginning of the round, I forgot to roll a death save for the Elder. Okay. The Elder is in death saves at the moment. Uh, let's see. So, Ran, your turn. Um, He's 40 foot behind you. You watched Reed try to cast Grease in the water and it basically dissolved it. I've just had a thought, so I'm gonna... If the Elder's in death saves, of course it depends how generous the DM's feeling, and I'm gonna guess from his face, not very, but you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. Can I make some kind of medicine check to try and stabilize him? Because, you know, Dr. Ram. And you do have the healer's kit. Oh. How I've always gotten on it, because I feel like Wisdom DC 10 for any kind of wound is a bit, like, underwhelming. So I changed the DC depending on the wound, so... Yeah. So, you can roll me a Wisdom medicine check. It is a high DC, though, because as you run over there, because you can with your movement, he has stab wounds, he has looks like broken bones, he's looking rough. He's, bre he's breathing, but it's very shallow. Yeah. I still have my healer's kit. If I use my healer's kit, I can stabilize a creature without using making the check. Uh, ro roll it for me anyway, see what you get. Sixteen plus four. Sorry, I thought that was a spider on my wall for a sec. Yeah, well, with the healer's kit, that halved the DC anyway. So, you um, as you get to work, he his breath seems to normalise. You, 
as you work quickly, you start to stitch up wounds, working just as best as you can, read, read noticing a mark as he points it out to you, and you start to go on that side, patching up that, and his breathing starts to steady. It takes care of one problem, even if I haven't gotten to hit anything yet. Can, you still have a bonus session though if you want to use it. Can read with Green Rand there at the moment. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll look after El Total, you go smash him. I have nothing in terms of bonus actions. It's fine. I mean, you, you theoretically, you saved a life because, for example, to tell you the truth, he rolled a two on that death save. So that was one fail on his end. Picasso, it's your turn. Right, so he teleported away. He's in the middle of the room. How far is he from me? Uh, he's about 50 feet. Great. I have 50 feet of movement. And seeing that Ran helped Elder Tort Elder Tortle, I'm going to use my movement. And then I'm going to take my attacks. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will take my first attack. No, I will take a reckless attack. I will use reckless attack. I don't even care. He's going to get advantage on his next round of attacks against me. So I have advantage in all of these. And I'm going to burn a key point as well to do uh, my flurry of blows. So I'm going to make five attacks on this guy, all with advantage. Roll for punches. Oh, the first one's a miss, because that's two threes. So, great. Uh, the next one is a 25 to hit. Uh, well, then a 29 hits. Hits. Uh, how about a, a 27 hits? One more. Come on. Uh, how about a 24? Alright, so four hits then. Yes. Obviously, he's a totem bear, so this is halved. That's fine. I don't even care. Uh, so that's four d10. Uh, I'm in a rage. That's, that's plus ten. My fist of magic. Eight. Eleven. Alright. Alright. So 15 plus 44, uh, so 59 half to 28, 27. 27, okay. No, 28. As you, as you just charge in, like not caring about what could happen next, you just wham in straight it's like straight from invincible is you just like swing left hook right hook left hook right hook before getting in one last vicious swing knocking him back a couple feet yeah picasso is just basically at this moment just growling it's not just ragged breathing and growling as he just stares at this guy 
as he just looks back at you and spits blood onto the floor with a smirk. He he comes at you raising his um, battle axe straight above you, and as you did attack recklessly, he does get advantage. Uh, for a 24 to hit, second is a 27 to hit, and then he, with one last huff, he is going to action surge and go again. 28 to hit, come on, give me a 20. And an 18 to hit, which misses. Okay, so he is going to use an energy elemental charge on that. So let's do the half to damage first. Fourteen points of damage for the first. Thirteen for the second attack. Seventeen for the third hit. Two six for the charge. And ten points of force damage. Is he just relentlessly swings at you? All right. But before Doran takes his turn, it's only fair that we use a legendary action and take a swing at you again, Picasso. For 15 to hit, so that misses as he tries, as he looks out of breath and he tries for one more swing, but it just skims right past you. Can I use my reaction? And I, I know he's not technically moving in or out of my field, but can I just take a swing at him back? Okay, why not? Oh, so close to a 20, but that's a 30 to hit. 30. So close to a 20, but it's a 30. Yeah. 30 hits. Well, so close to a natural 20 is what I was saying. I rolled a 19 on the die. Um, rip. Uh, so that is 7 plus 11. So uh, 18 half to 9. 18 half to 9. I keep... God, so I, this is why I use paper sheets. Because I keep accidentally, my phone. I keep accidentally closing his online sheet. Online sheets suck. Paper is better. And I just imagine Picasso like spits out blood as he slashed him multiple times with the sword, and he goes for that last one. Just hauls off with like a left hook, clocking him in the face as he spits blood on the ground, just still with fire in his eyes. Doran's turn. Doran is going to start making his way up to the field, which is 30 feet. Keeping me to the left. Can he do anything cleric related in this vicinity? What does he have prepared? As a grave cleric, he is going to cast Blight on Taras. 
Taras fails, but he is going to use a legendary resistance to pass that. So that is half damage, 8d8, 1, 2, 3, 4. Friggin' love Blight, it's one of my favorite spells. Same, I, I don't know how I haven't got a character who doesn't have it yet, because I really want it. Avery was meant to have it, but then I changed his like, spell list a few weeks before. Remember at EGX last year, I was looking at it, I was like, that's a cool spell, but Virion would never use it. It's too horrifying. 18 points of damage all in, when once it's halved, which is not bad for half damage. Let's bring some down to there. 104. Uh, so that brings us to the top of the round. Reed, what do you want to do? Um, Reed's going to hop down from Ran. And um, Reed is going to use one of his uh, bardic spells. Um, it ain't going to be much, but it's better than nothing. Um, using, actually, out of a at the third level slot, he cast Cure Wounds on Elder Tortle. That's fair. Uh, looking, so to bring him, looking to bring him into the fight. Well, hopefully anyway. Matthew, if you bring the man I just saved back into death saves, I will be very annoyed with you. <laughs> if he chooses to do that, it's not my fault at that point, okay? 3d8 coming your way, Alex. Okay. Roll him into initiative. Okay, that is a 7, a 7, and a 4. Plus 4. So that's 8 plus 4. 22 hit points he gets. 22. Is that plus your charisma modifier? That's include. You think? Um. That, yeah, 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 that's including it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all good. Okay. That's, that's not too bad. We guys like 20s today because that's a 22 on his end. The Elder Tortal is in combat because he is going to fight. He's not going to just stand in the sidelines. That's not his way. But Ran, it's your turn. Can I get within bonking distance of this dickhead without Absolutely. dashing? Absolutely. You're 40 foot away from him, so you have 45, I believe. Yeah, it's not so like that guy, but about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to charge up at him and. Hmm. Actually, I'm going to swing it in with my Might of Tesla using Great Weapons Master. Nice. Does more damage, to be fair. I was like, hmm. <laughs> this one instead. <laughs> Quick Weapons Witch. <laughs> As you hear a small, small thunder from inside the room, is the small comes around with the hulking great stone hammer end on it with the two Minosaur horns coming off. 
They just glow for a second with thundery energy. Great weapons master, it's minus five, isn't it? Yeah, minus five to your attack roll, plus ten to your damage if you hit, but let's be honest, minus five is still, what, plus eight for you? Plus seven, I think. I don't know. It's like seven or eight. Okay. So that's... Including the minus five, that's a 22. 22 hits. Sweet. That one, that one, that one. This is a strength-based weapon, isn't it? Yeah. 1D, 2D6 plus your strength modifier, and also it gets the plus 2 bonus on damage rolls. Yeah, it's already on there, my bad. Yeah, and you get your 1D4 on top of it now. The thunder damage. Okay, so that's 4 zappy damage. And... That would be 26 sloppy damage there. Well, so 26 plus 4. Yeah. Okay. That is halved because of Totem Bear. So, but with a massive great swing, you crack down onto his shoulder. Is there's a sickening crunch? Is Picasso, you're standing there ready for another round? Is this massive hammer whoosh, bang, straight on? It, it, as you look back into see Ran about a foot behind you. You do have uh, a second swing, though, if you want to use it. Yeah, don't fix what ain't broken. The great weapons master again. I mean, if the, the last one hit, then that is a hit, because that's a 17 on the die. Plus 12, 19. Yeah, that's a 24. It's a hit. Yep. Roll me damage. No zappy damage this time, I believe. Oh, no, it's zappy damage all in now. This weapon sort of upgraded with you, so it's zappy damage on every hit now. Okay. Uh, numbers. 33. 33. So it half to 16. It's not as a, it's not as cool as it sounds. Sad. Damage is damage at the end of the day, to be fair. All damage is good damage in certain situations. Not so much in the Elder Total situation, but in your situation, it's good. Okay, that's it for Ran, but then Scout's gonna run in and do a bite. He's gonna try and... No. I'm gonna be the most childish I can. He's gonna try and bite this guy on the nutsack. <laughs> Roll to bite. He gets pack tactics, so... Yes, he does. Because he can pack tactic with Ran. There's only an 18. I'm afraid that just misses. Not entirely sure Scout can actually hit him. What's his modifier? Plus six, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, so he, he can miss him. As he just goes in, as you like slam it down onto his shoulder, he manages to see um, Scout coming up as he just gives him a hard kick. And Scout leaps back, giving him a, give it, just letting off his little hyena laugh as he's trying to taunt the, um, the triton in front of him. Though he does not take, like, crotch damage. The full scout can probably reach as well. He's still able to have kids at this moment. Change that. <laughs> uh, as it's now the Odor Turtle's turn, Reed, as your magic um, shoots off from him, this is a. Thank you, my boy. Where? No. He like gets up and cracks it back into place, grabbing his quarter staff. That is um, it's this like bamboo quarter staff, and the ends are um lined with this like golden magical trail along it. They with um etchings of a language written in Aquan, all across the um handle of it. He is going to use a bonus action to dash. Is his with his age, his movement is a little less, but with a bonus action and a key point, he can reach because Monk is fast. And as he re- as as he um, gets close, uh, the two of you just hear behind you. Jill wants to duck. And with that, as as he shouts that. The um, ends of the quarterstaff start to glow brightly as the um, the conduits roll to either end, and there's a huge bright glow from his quarterstaff. As he is using his elder staff to use its charge of sunburst. So let's see, he has to make a con save, I believe, for sunburst. So legit lightsaber then. No. The stick. He just fails it, but he is going to use his second legendary resistance to pass. But that's still 12d6 radiant damage to people. This guy's a badass in his old age. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Why can't I roll damage like that when I play one of my casters? Fucking hell. Uh, 55, half is 27, we'll call it. Let's get halved again, actually, so. As um, the Elder Turtle slams his staff onto the ground, a huge ball of energy as bright as the fucking star that you look up in the in the daytime at fires this golden beam and blasts Tara sta- straight in the chest as he is pushed back along the ground his chest is completely sizzling after it's done but that ends the Elder Turtle's turn so Picasso, it's your turn oh, as Ran is one to say, if it ain't broke don't fix it and how far do you push back? 
only a couple feet. It's more cinematic than anything. I just wanted to make sure, uh, because then I would like to just, once again, use both of my attacks, and I will burn one more point of key, so to make five attacks, and I will make them all reckless again. Roll to hit. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna try a different die. Uh, that's a 30 to hit, so one. Uh, 28. Ooh, uh, 19. Just misses. His AC is 20. All right, all right, so two hits and one miss so far, but we know what his AC is now. Uh, that's finally, that's a crit 20. Nice. And that's a 27. All right. So that's three normal hits. I'll do those first. Uh, so that's nine plus nine, 18 plus 33, 51, half to 25. And then because I am at this point a level 11 barbarian, I do get brutal critical. So I get to add another one of my damage die to this uh, roll and also still double it at this point. So it's a second D10 for this one. Uh, so that's two sixes on the dice. So that's 12 plus 11 uh, to 33. And that is half then to 16. So 25 plus 16, 41 damage in total. Yeah. You you leap forward with Aurora's. He manages to like duck your first swing, but then you go for like an uppercut as you catch him catch him on the chin before going in for two more swings side to side. He's starting to look pretty rough. He is looking rough. And once again, I will not use my movement. I will just stand here bleeding in front of him, basically daring him to keep fucking with me. And that is what he is going to do, is he is going to take a swing. Is he going to take a swing at Ran? I think he's he's going to take two swings at Picasso, I think. Yeah. We'll go for one, one for Ran and one for Picasso. Um, 16, 16 to hit, so that's a miss. Uh, reckless against Picasso. Oh, wait, no, he gets advantage anyway. So natural 20 on you, Picasso. And he is, because he is a level 15 barbarian, he gets three, three dice. Two, yeah, three altogether. He gets two extra. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking three. So three D... Oh wait, no, because he's... I'm thinking that because he's got... Because his battle axe is 2d12, so that's 4d12. How can we not see any extra d12s? There's another... There's another... Uh, you take 36 points of slashing. Is he, with one roar, he just drives it clean into your shoulder, giving like an inch deep wound. 
I have one HP left right now. As Picasso, Jesus. literally, as the sword drives into his shoulder, just smiles a bloody grin with just fire in his eyes at him and just, is that all you got, bro? I'm gonna rip your fucking spine out, bro. Doran is going. Doran can reach you. He is going to cast. He's trying to stay out of this because he's not the strongest person. So, two d four for. That's two fucking ones. So that is seven hit points back to you, Picasso. Woo! Rock solid eight. Uh, Reed, your turn. Um, remind me, summoning Pedro is a bonus action? Uh, yes. I believe so, or it's an act. Uh, I see for an action or an action. I should know this because I have silver to be. Uh, let's see. Find, 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 find. There we go. Find familiar. He is a action to summon. Makes it pointless then for me to do it anyway. Okay. Um, just to remind myself about who is where. Where is Ran? Where is Elder Turtle? Where is Doran and Picasso in relation to each other and me? Uh, you're 50 foot away from them all. Okay. Um, they're all pi basically piled into a cluster lump with Elder Turtle about five feet behind Ran and Picasso, and Doran's 30 foot away from them to the right-hand side. So they're all 50 foot, basically. Okay, so... Apart from Doran, who's slightly off. Okay, so Ran and Picasso are basically clumped together, yeah? Yeah, they are clumped together with Taris. Okay. Uh, is my Boots of Haste uh, a bonus action? Or is no, that... you used them in the last session. So I can't use them. I can use them once, okay. Yeah, once uh, per day. Okay, then I will use. Um, I will use some of my movement to get closer. I will use uh, my bonus action to use on my child of Misty Step to land right between Rana Picasso and then using my fourth level spell slot. Cast invisibility on Picasso and Ran. That's fair. You can do that if you want to. That'll get him a surprise. And I will use my rest of my movement to jump back. So it's probably going to be about. I'm probably going to. It's probably going to be about. 10 feet back. He does get an opportunity attack on you. I will take that. For a natural 20. So, 3d12 plus 10. Uh, is, there, is there a bonus to that, Alex? Because I keep my reaction for shield. Uh, 32 to hit is a natural. Then there's no point, okay. Nice try, Matt. Nice try. Uh, if, if you don't ask, you don't know. That's true. Oh, Jesus, okay. 18, 30, doubled to 60 plus 10. 17 I will points. See, I will see this coming, Alex, though. 
if I can. Yes, so you have uncanny. Yeah. So you take 35 points of slashing damage. It is, as you try to jump back, you get a deep cut along the front of your chest. Okay. I'm glad that I... Uh, I'm glad that I... Uh, just got a second win because that... That, that hurts. Ran... Not out of that. Reed screams a bit out of, from, from the pain, but he keeps his concentration. That's fair. No, roll me a roll me a um, concentration check. You need to be a first. What's thirty-five halved divided by two? You need to be a seventeen read for your con save to keep up invisibility. Con save is an eighteen. Seventeen plus one. So it stays up. <laughs> just, just. But so invisibility is up for Ran and Picasso. Go for it, guys. Terrace is going to use a legendary action at this point. As he, as he breathes heavily, his just eyes just glow for a second. He's like, I can see you. As he lifts up his axe and takes a swing. Because like you, Reed, with his fighter levels, he took blindsight. So he's going to take a swing. He's injured enough that he's going to do it this recklessly. So a swing get round and a swing get re. Picasso. Uh, 23 to hit Ran. You take six all in because of the half damage. Picasso. Uh, 26 to hit. Uh, you take. 11. Uh, that would take me down, but I am still in a rage because I haven't been knocked out of it. And at this point, I do have the feat Relentless Rage. So at this point, I make a DC Constitution 10 saving throw. If I make it, instead of dropping to zero hit points, I drop once again down to one HP. That is better. doesn't matter though because the dice hate me that's a three on the die plus four is a seven so Picasso is down oh. don't you have body inspiration still from last session yes I do yes he does add it add it see what happens that's a d6 right free I need at you least need a three on the dice even shot that's a six. You're welcome. Nice. Thank God. Whew. You, you are on one hit point, Picasso, as he takes one last swing across your chest, and he, as you like wobble for a second, you just manage to keep your eyes open as you start to like pant and blood starts to come out of your mouth and nose. Picasso once again just smiles, a bloody smile as this blade is cutting him, as he's now, as once again, Picasso is on death's door at this second, but doesn't care. He's being fueled by just pure and relentless rage, even though he knows Elder Tortle's alive behind him right now. This motherfucker tried to kill Elder, Elder Tortle. That's fair. Uh, Ram, as you, as he, Taras delivers this nasty swing to your chest and you start to bleed from it, what are you and Scout doing? Uh, you're muted. 
There's something I want to ask, but it's kind of cheeky and it's very DM dependent. So this guy's like just focused on Picasso, isn't he? At, at the moment, yeah. You can see hatred for Picasso at this point. I know he's got danger sense, but if he's facing away from me, if I were to use the fire blast version of my primal form, if he's completely focused on Picasso, could he have the save at disadvantage? If I just grab him and try to blast him at point blank range? I'm willing to take a consequence for it. I'm going to say it's at this range, because you guys are all clumped together, you and Picasso would also take damage from it. Only a okay, very... Only, no, I was going to say, you'll take residual damage, but he will... So, what are your proficiency bonuses? Five. Yeah. There you go. Picasso is still, like, on death's door. It's true. Oh, I can just but, keep making this DC. I can just keep making this save, but it just goes up by five every time I have to make okay. it. Alright, cool. Then I'd like to basically grab him and fire this beam at point blank range. That is fine. Do it. Dex. Absolutely. A disadvantage, nothing. that is a six. And so... he is out of legendary resistances. It is only going to be like half damage because he's got a bajillion resistances and shit, but. Totem Bear does give him resistance to all damage apart from Slaykey. Hang on, I've just gotta get on my dice for this. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Perfect. Jesus, dice, chill the fuck out of it. No, it's gonna be half damage. Um... Oh, that was kind of shit, actually. After all that. Well, half. That's thirty-two damage. So you know. It's right. So, at this point, he had fifteen left. So, as a barbarian. He does have Relentless Rage. So he has to make a con save. If he beats the 10, then he is down. If he beats the 10, then he survives on 1 HP. If he doesn't, then he's down. Let's go with... Let's go with the blue. After all, we're in a water temple. What's his bonus to con Trying to read the smirks and trying to read the smiles, it's not easy. I just got a pretty good poker face nowadays. <laughs> How does he die, Ran? I guess Ran just grabs him and basically smushes her snoot to the back of his head and just goes straight <laughs> through, blowing his face off. Yeah, as it's like peekaboo, I as see he, you for the whole. <laughs> as he like 
draws his weapon out of you, Picasso, and goes in for that final swing, you just see Rand's claw grab him by the head, spin his spin around, and slam her hand onto the other side. And she just lets out this huge beam of fire that like melts through and then shoots out the other side as his head just crumbles to ash and he collapses to the ground. Well, it takes us out of initiative. Picasso, as he is one to do after battles like this, would probably just collapse to the floor in this water temple, bleeding from many stab wounds and other injuries, currently at 1 HP. Reed will dispel um, invisibility at this point. Looking worse for him. Sorry. Reed. Looking worse for wear himself. He then looks as though like, I need some healing. Castle's not looking too good. Okay. And I'm Reed, sad, I don't know. <laughs> Reed will um, um, cure, cast cure wounds on Picasso. Um, can, what spells can I fire out of? Uh, I've got one third level slot left, so I shall fire out level three. Victory shot. <laughs> um, eight, twelve. I wonder if I could check this. Twelve, fifteen, nineteen health back to Picasso. Twenty hit points. So as you lay there, you you feel a slight bit of pain as these wounds slowly close them over. And Doran is also going to use his six level spell slot to cast heal on you. So that's an additional 70 hit points on top of that. Cleric, he might as well put use his magic somewhere useful. Plus, Picasso's <laughs> been nice to him. He does cough up a little bit of blood, but um, can't cough Q wins on himself, so. Rand's gonna shove this body out of the way and go and see if Picasso is alright. Picasso? Picasso's just kind of floating there in this little bit of water. Just go check on Elder Turtle, Furry Brow. I'll be fine. Like, they just like got me. I just, I like really, like, just need a minute. I don't, like, oh. I just had some swords and some weird spots. Like hurt a lot. Rand's gonna give him one of those gentle dog headbutts, and they're gonna go and find the elder turtle. Like Mister Elder Turtle. Uh, how do we address you, sire, sir? Um, please, please, please. Uguay is fine. After all, you came to my aid. Uh, hello, Uguay is fine. This Uguay. is Rand. Uguay, okay, Uguay, make you note of that. I'm gonna need that for Thank you. Thank mm. you, Ran. Uguay. Ran's gonna circle the Elder Turtle. Thank you, all of you. But, I appreciate it. Not a problem. And, and thank you, Doran, my old friend. Doran just goes up to him and they give each other like an elderly gentleman bro, bro hug. That's very quick, but there's a lot. There's a lot of respect there. Doran, 
if you want to, if, if you ever want to sail with my crew, you'd be more than welcome, sir. Thank you, but I must continue my of journey. Course. Of course, just saying respect where it's due. Yes, I will help the turtles before I leave, though. Mister mm -hmm. Elder Turtle. Yeah, uh, I hate to get down to business, as it were, but he mentioned our comrade alive being in dire straits. Do you know where he took her? I'm afraid not. I don't know who she is. We also... <clears throat> We also have another situation. As he points to um the as he points to the wall where it's quite badly destroyed from Picasso and um Taris's tussle earlier. But but Montress is here. And he is going to have the key any minute. Right. <sighs> I don't think we could survive another fight. No. But we'll I... give our best. So we could let him leave if that's what it comes to. But we need to stop him either way. Whether that's today or another day. Dying today would be ideal if we could. Tell us more about where it is. As he looks back at the wall, he slams the quarterstaff onto the ground as the temple shakes for a moment and the wall, the entire wall along where the throne was just collapses, revealing a small corridor that looks like it's been pasted over to fix and hide away. So down there? Yes, it is. What's at the end? Where, where it is, what's there? Any defences? This, but much bigger. We will, we will look. We will be quick. He puts a hand on your shoulder, Ran, and yours as well, Reed. Thank you. I will, um, see you to my boy as he looks down at Picasso. Oh, man. We've got a job to do. Picasso, join us if you're, if you're able to, okay? I was going to say, Ran picks up Reed, puts him on our back and runs off on all fours for extra speed. Picasso does give you a thumbs up as you two run off. As as those two head off he, um, you hear the clicking of the quarterstaff as he comes up to you looking really old since you last seen him to be honest like it looks like he's aged 20 years since you last seen him hello my boy Picasso's just he's been, he hasn't moved from the ground he's still laying there and as he just looks at Elder Tortle from the ground, 
I imagine Picasso has his like he's looking at him upside down. It's like Picasso's facing like with his feet the opposite way. And Picasso would probably just start bawling at this moment. Just out of pure rage and happiness and just everything, every emotion that he's felt over this past little bit, like just all coming to a head. As he start as Picasso starts to cry, the elder torso kneels down to comfort him. Doran leaving them to their moment heads in the same direction as you. But on the other side of this wall, you're you enter this grand tomb. You see this um let me describe the room before before I say you see. Um as you enter this room, you're met with this beautiful room with a ceiling maybe two, three hundred foot tall. This room is easily two hundred foot wide as there's this grand like marble flooring and marble walls. The walls like an obsidian black in a gold and silver walkway as you walk along this thing and you can tell you're deep under sea because you can see the dark blue ocean behind what looks like this massive clear panel blocking out the sea from this room and on the other side of this Ran could see this but I feel with Reed because Ran's eyesight's a lot better than Reed's so Ran as you look further ahead you can see what looks like a city on the seabed in the distance stretching next to trick out better view but what is sort of in front of you immediately down this end of the room against this altar you see this huge hulking Leonin with a massive greatsword on his back in regal armor mixed with fine cloths pick up this large silver key easily a foot long opens up his bag of holding and puts it before seeing you this suit of armor maybe a sentinel as there is no body to, to it this sentinel just laying on the ground looking damaged and worn is it seems completely lifeless and as you come into the middle of the room the Leonin just stares at you as he ties up his bag of holding get the at his um, belt. Question for the DM. Yes. Did we see him put the key in his bag? Yes. Okay. How far away You're is he? About 60 foot. Okay. Damn it. I have an idea, but we're too far away. Read all whispering around here. Half a distance if you can. I'm gonna take some steps forward. 
it as he looks up to you. I see you've come to witness the making of a new history. Beautiful, Aaron is it does not? like history. Have we now come in 30 feet? A few steps forward, you're about 40 foot. As oh. these steps slowly close. Little, just a little closer, Red. Just a little closer and then talk to him, okay? Ran keeps trotting forward a bit like she owns the place. She's on all fours at the moment, because it makes her less intimidating and more like Mm. eek puppy dog, as much as she hates that. Mm. Me do the message to tell Ran, keep him talking, don't let him leave. What is big history? Soon Avius' resurrection will be complete. In the background, while Rand's doing this, I'm going to cast Mage Hand to uh, try and untie his belt, untie his bag of holding, and remove the, move it from his belt. Yes, I'm aware of how risky this is. Make me a... It's not sleight of hand because it's not your own hands. So make me an Arcana check. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. This is a huge... Yeah, I'll do the background, go on. This is a big DC, Matt. Okay. Okay. Ran's also trying to use proper common, and you can tell it's a struggle for her. I am not knowing much about Avius. I not getting proper education. What is an avius? It's not DC, man. Right. Adding my jack of all trades, which can be a plus two, and a plus three to Arcana, that is twenty-one. As as he looks back up to you, um, Ran. Well, Avius is the god of magic, but you know the rest. You've read the letters. We've kept an eye on you. Oh, you've been wandering around this world. Yes, but. Ren is wanting to know more. Because... And as you... She's doing like big dog eyes. You see, if asking questions, people is having a vision with answers, they're not wanting to talk. But how are you supposing to know things and know whether it is good or not? And read as this conversation continues. There's just a small twitch on his ear as his hand sits and clenches the bag of holding tight as he looks over to you, Reed. With a raised eyebrow. As much as a Leonin can have a raised eyebrow. Oh, but I got to try. 
as fun as this conversation is. Of important work to do. So allow me to make this clear. You can let me leave and nothing will happen. Or with this one enchantment, Storm Shield will return and you will finish off the rest of the turtles while you are miles away. Pick wisely. This is a decision we really can't make. Oh, God. Oh. I got... I got nothing that won't create a fight and it's a fight we can't... I can't win. your decision man I we can't let them hurt the turtles we can't let them go either when he says this enchantment does he show anything on him or is he clearly some kind of caster he he holds, um, he just grips the, um, like the strap that holds his, like, leather armor together that has the, um, that strap and the strap that holds it on his greatsword. It seems like maybe his armor is an arcane focus. But you get a sense he has some innate magic. stupid does this armor cover all his vitals you say it's leather so I'm gonna assume it's not the best armor you know it's it's decent armor you know like hide arm uh, no that's not the best way to describe it it's a lot like yours ram it has has the belt it has the covering and it has straps that hold things together and keep it sturdy, but he's mostly just exposed fur, like you. I was gonna say, I mean, Rand's mostly ass naked because natural armor, but... Is his throat exposed? Yes, his throat is exposed. The only thing that... Actually, no, the main wouldn't cover it, so yeah. His throat, his throat is mostly exposed. Okay, so give us a short while longer to think on this. Rand's new goal was to try and help Picasso. It's a last resort. Because this guy is beef, but Rand wasn't horrifically injured during that last fight. But she's also keeping her expression blank, whilst Matt and Kerry try to come up with a plan. Because after all, I am the king of half-baked plans. It's off point. <laughs> if you listen to Escape from All Farm, you'll know that. 
I've got something, but it is a case of if I do it, it may end up pissing him off and just leaving at that. You guys are on a timer, but it's a sensible timer. It's right, not annoying you guys like two minutes. What's your plan? Um. We just quickly discuss this. <laughs> yeah. This is a serious decision. You've got to give us some leeway. So we're doing this. We're doing this. Fuck it, we're doing this. Right, DM, we have our half-baked plan. I'm to add one little addendum to it. Okay, let's see what happens. You are... I think so... <laughs> as I... to say, this is... Basically, one of the end game bosses. So, what's your idea? Reed hops down from Ran and starts to circle away, like Ran to the side a little bit, and just start saying, So, you are what exactly? Are you a vampire? Or are you. God, because we faced a lot of weird stuff this last year. If you're trying to distract him, make me a deception check. Absolutely, I'm distract him. Yes. And I'm gonna roll this guy in sight. You're asking me. You're asking the rogue to roll deception. Match. No, it's not the time for gloating. Thirty-three. You can tell he's suspicious, but he is listening. <clears throat> undead. But you're undead. Be alive properly again. I see. Huh. As you look, as you're looking at him, his eyes are trained on you, but his ears are ever so slightly tilting in Rand's direction. He is cautious. Yeah. Is Reed still talking, is he? Yeah, Reed. Sorry. Because, <clears throat> you know, we haven't faced a lot of creatures that are Undead, as it were, should we say? Reed sort of. Is it like a ledge thing, like steps going down sort of thing, is it? That's what I'm picturing. And you pass. You're basically off the um, ledge now and you're on equal ground. I'm thinking, like. Why. If you are so much more powerful than us, and let's face it, you can see the state of us. I've been, we've been through a bit of a fight here. I'm in no position to fight you. Do me one favor 
and we'll let you walk out of here with that. That's like a fair, like a fair deal to me. I'll let you leave with that if you are, if you do me one favor. What is? Return a lie to us now. Unharmed. That depends if she can survive to Tivolus. As he has her at the moment. Then call him off. To do that, I would need to go there. So he's listening to Ferran. Yeah, he, he, he's got his eyes on Reed, but you can see his ears are ever so slightly leaning in your direction, Ran. I got nothing. I got nothing now. Yeah. Oh well, we tried. We tried. If you go back on your word and harm the turtles after this, I promise you be the last thing you fucking do. You gave a deal. You gave two options. Undead or not, honour the thing that we hold. Of course. I'll go speak to him now. This was a wise move. Very wise. And with that, he will start to walk past you. And then, moments later, start to walk past you, Ren. Oh, His footsteps are very heavy as he walks along this pathway. Kato doesn't know the agreement. And as... As he starts to say some arcane words, he pulls the, um... He snaps this, like, beaded chain wrapped around the, um... Wrapped around the, um... Leather strap that holds his weaponry together. As promised. As he drops the chain and casts teleport. You feel arcane, like, static oats off, uh, off of these beads as it fades away, and the beads just become a regular plain marble beads. I will gather the beads, just in case uh, someone with better arcane magic than me can use a track where you have gone. Orin does come into the room at this point to see that empty, and as he sees the key off of the altar, there is just a deflated sigh from him. His his mood turns saddened. Sorry, it's fine. It was. It was a death set. It was the it was the key or the turtles. I could have made that decision. I couldn't have a genocide on my hands. 
This wasn't a situation we could win anyway. Don't worry about it. We're alive. We live to fight another day. Now kill him. Time will come. Ran, I'm very proud of you. Ran, Ran did nothing. Don't be proud. Ran, today you stood up for your your friends, your family, and I'm very, very proud to call you my first officer. Thank you. No, because you see, if Ran did something, he would be dead on the floor. But as always, Ran did nothing. We wouldn't have got to Elder Tor in time without you. Sure you would have. Reed walks over and gives Ran a hug. Oh, a leg a hug anyway. That's all we can reach, I assume. Scoops Reed up. Why is always nothing that Ryan can do to help? Ryan, from when, when we coming in here, Ryan is like, yes, Ryan will make a plan, Ryan will do. And of course, he is nothing. Ryan, we were in no condition to fight him, unfortunately. Ryan could have fought him. We couldn't risk the turtles, so. Let's go find Picasso. Indeed, let's find Picasso. And then we need to go find a lie after that. I'm guessing then the same place we need to go anyway. Ron doesn't have Gur or Little Ron. I never remember if it's her teddy that's called Little Zog or if it's Big Zog. So unfortunately she is going to carry Reed like he's a teddy. Not in her mouth, in her arm. But she doesn't have Gur. Let me remember. Yeah, worth wasting, Kate. Because Ran is still a child. Even though she's, you know, enormous. camera pans out as the two of you start to leave this room as over the next eight hours the, re the remainder of pirates and court assassins are contained most are arrested while a few are executed Peace is restored back to New York. Out of the 2,000 turtles that were on the island, 612 were killed this day. A large funeral takes place as a Viking style funeral is done. Not just for the turtles, but for the pirates, for the naval soldiers, and for anyone else in between 
who served to help save the turtles. Today has not been an easy day on anyone. The lie does not return. But Unork is safe once again. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunctions with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions.